So the first match of week 11 then was at the Vitality Stadium. A very wet and windy Vitality Stadium as well. The crowd huddled in there and it looked uh, hardly conducive for a good watch or good football. Team news, Man U were really unchanged from the team that faced Norwich last week. Bournemouth, well they had uh, King up front uh, and Harry Wilson restored. Um, the early moments then, after three minutes of break from James, great cross but no one on the end of it. And this was very much a sign of things to come. Uh, United were looking confident, though, on the ball. Five minutes, Pereira. Uh, he had an effort which went high. But again, good build-up. And James, again, the provider. Another uh, James Cross, uh, a little later, and Fred's effort went wide. Uh, Fifteen minutes, Bournemouth had their first clear opportunity and they caused absolute panic in the United defence. The final effort by Fraser, however, was just wide. Then 17 minutes, uh, Rashford cutting in from the left, set up Fred. His shot was deflected off uh, Lerner for a corner. And 20 minutes, uh, another uh, free kick for United was cleared to James, and his effort uh, was hit sweetly, but just went wide by inches. 26 minutes counter-attack by the Cherries and Kid Fed Fraser. His effort was poor and easy for De Gea. A half-time uh, uh, was looming. Uh, a half-hour then, uh, even contest really. Uh, United the f uh, on points in the first 15 and Bournemouth uh, better in the second. Um, no real goal threat though, I must admit. Um, then we had an incident when Martial was running into the box um, and uh, a defender with him. Uh, they both fell on the floor. Uh, it looked pretty innocuous, but uh, uh, responded with uh, a need for VAR to look at a possible penalty. Hall Howell let loose, and when uh, emotions died down, uh, VAR said no pen, but two people went in the book, one from each side. And just as we were about to uh, go into the dressing rooms, uh, an attack by Bournemouth down the right. Uh, they put the ball in the box. It was sort of cleared. Then it came back in again. And Josh King, with his back to goal, uh, managed to chest the ball down, do a 180 degrees, and then hit the ball past the hair with the defenders standing and uh, watching him. Uh, De Gea wasn't at fault, but it was dreadful marking, and the result was that the Cherries had taken the lead, and uh, within seconds we went for the half-time break. Into the second half then, and uh, the conditions were getting worse. United were bossing the possession, but they really weren't uh, being cutthroat at all in that final third. Uh, Bournemouth were looking increasingly dangerous on the break. Uh, with uh, uh, Callum Wilson extremely strong uh, starting off the counter. Um, his distribution was good, he collected the ball and he was a, a, a good outlet for the uh, Bournemouth midfield. Uh, 56 minutes, we did get a snapshot from Pereira, uh, which forced a good save from Ramsdale. But generally, United were pretty fat, flat, the tempo not quick enough, uh, too many crossfield passes. 
Another breakaway for the Cherries on 62. De Hare forced to rush from his goal to hack the ball away. And the defence again looking short on pace. And uh, uh, this happened again on 74. Um, really some uh, pro problem there uh, in the back of the defence. Maguire and Lindelof don't seem to have the necessary pace. Uh, if uh, Bournemouth had been a little sharper, uh, they could well have added to their lead. At the back, uh, Akai was supreme and really not allowing any opportunities for Martial or Rashford. Um, James was still the best outlet for United. Um, uh, the changes were brought in late on. Uh, Greenwood came on and Jesse Lingard came on. Pereira was uh, taken off. Um, but Cook intervened on 84 to thwart Rashford. Uh, uh, a lot of effort from United uh, on the attack, but no, no cutting edge at all. Maguire's headers were either wide or he was uh, uh, guilty of, of, of fouling. Uh, and we basically uh, found that uh, the result, which finally came, uh, a 1-0 win for Bournemouth, really showed up uh, shortcomings uh, in the United team. They may have won two and got a draw against the, 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 the league leaguers, but this showed up their inadequacies. Bournemouth, however, well, uh, they got a goal at last. Uh, they hadn't had one for about six hours uh, when they got the uh, winner. Um, so, Eddie Howe will be relieved. So, final score then at the Vitality Stadium. It was Bournemouth 1, Manchester United 0. To the Amex then. Brighton at home to Norwich. Uh, the two players that everybody had their eyes on were Mope and Pupke. These two were the leading scorers in the Championship last season. And uh, both obviously hoping for more. Anyway, off we went with the action. Stepperman uh, lofted a ball uh, uh, that hit the bar early on for Norwich. And Alzata, uh, running into the box, uh, forced a good save from Krull with his legs. Uh, Tete, for Norwich, almost headed into his own goal from a clearance, for a clearance. But that was all the action from the first half, goalless. Into the second half, uh, Stevens had a shot that went wide. Um, proper went close for Brighton as well. But finally, on 68 minutes, uh, Trazard got onto a near boat cross and put it wide of Krull and put Brighton in front. Uh, 84 minutes, uh, a great cross from Trazard. The defence... Uh, statuesque, uh, Duffy anticipated it and he slid the ball past Krull for 2-0. It was noted, however, that uh, 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 the coach for Norwich had replaced two people on the subs bench uh, before the free kick was taken. Never a good idea to do that when you're just about to defend a free kick. So he paid heavily for it. Parker and Norwich ended up with another defeat. Final score then, Brighton 2, Norwich 0. So to the Etihad then. 
Uh, Southampton were facing Man City for the second time in four days. Angelino was making his debut for City in for Mendy. Aguero was back, uh, Jesus on the bench, and Walker was also selected. Uh, for Southampton, Gunn was given a rest. He had to uh, fish the ball out of his net nine times against Leicester. McCarthy in for him. And amazingly, uh, on 13 minutes, uh, Southampton took the lead. Um, some good work led to a shot from Armstrong from distance. And uncharacteristically, Edison fumbled the ball. And Ward-Prowse was anticipating ahead of the defenders and clipped the ball past Edison to put the Saints one up. For the rest of the half, Southampton's defence was awesome. They blocked everything that they could against a barrage from City. There were shots coming in from all everywhere. And Aguero was guilty really of missing uh, some half chances but we got to the break and Southampton were a goal in front. Into the second half and more of the same really. Aguero missed from a Bernardo cross uh, and then uh, uh, finally, Walker, on the hour, managed to get uh, to the byline. His cross was met by Aguero, six yards out, and there's only one answer, goal. And that was it. Level, City were level 1-1. Now they were really on the front foot. McCarthy made a huge save uh, to push over from Bernardo Silva. Uh, and uh, then Stevens. Uh, managed to block Aguero's effort, uh, and uh, it was looking like possibly Southampton would hold out. But then eventually uh, Walker uh, collected a pass, and he, uh, after the goalkeeper had palmed away a corner inadequately to him, and he was there, connected, and it was in the back of the net, and City had turned it around, and they were now 2-1 in. Definitely a goalkeeper ever, error by McCarthy, but he did, uh, he did save from Yeus a little bit later, so it could have been 3-1. However, it was a, a City, backs to the wall effort, they managed to crawl over the line, they got, got their three points, Southampton, a much improved performance. Harsentul was happier with his men, and he certainly uh, should be. It was a great effort, but winning teams have a way of winning, and that what City are. So final score at the Etihad was Manchester City 2, Southampton 1. So to Villa Park then, Aston Villa versus Liverpool. Liverpool 28 points from 10 games, that's the best start they've had for, wow, a long time. El Ghazi was back for Liverpool at the expense of Grealish, who was out injured. Could be a loss for Villa. Uh, Liverpool were unchanged apart from Lalana, who came in for Fabinho, who was at risk of a suspension. Bright start, though, by the hosts. Early shot from El Ghazi was uh, uh, cleared by Allison, And then on 21 minutes, Trezeguet uh, running in following a free kick. No marker. And he sweeps the ball past Allison for Villa to take the lead. 
Other uh, good response for Liverpool, as expected, and Firmino scored a goal uh, from a couple of yards, uh, but it was denied by VAR, uh, but I couldn't see what was wrong with it. Uh, apparently, uh, he had a, a leg in front or something. So, got to the interval with Villa one up. Second half. And Heaton in Villa's goal started to earn his cash. He blocked Mane's heady uh, at the near pokes. Then he and defenders Mings and others managed to block Liverpool's efforts three times. Firmino's cross on 70 feet, three minutes, hit just wide by Lalana. And then Villa had a chance to go two up when Trazeguet set up Aaron's, but Allison came to the rescue to block it. And then an Alexander-Arnold uh, left foot strike went inches wide. It was now minute 87, and could the uh, unimaginable happen? Villa still in front, 1-0. And then uh, we've got it. Marnie on the right. Swivel created a yard. He's crossed to the far post. Robertson coming in unmarked, a bullet header, hit the back of the net, and Liverpool were level. Uh, shortly after that, there was a free kick for Arnold, which was deflected over, and then uh, the inevitable happened on 94 minutes. A corner, uh, and Arnold's cross was met by Mane, his deft flick header flew in the corner of the net, Liverpool had turned it round. They were ahead by two goals to one. And within seconds, the final whistle went. And so that meant now there were 28 matches unbeaten in the league. Liverpool taking this game. Luckily, I think, great effort from Villa. But Liverpool winning it by two goals to one. So to the Emirates. Arsenal versus Wolves. After Xhaka's... Uh, Poor behaviour last weekend. He was stripped of the captaincy and that went to Aubameyang. Uh, Ozil was selected after a good performance in the EFL Cup. Wolves were unchanged from the match against Newcastle last week. Early action, 14 minutes. Nevis had a shot that went just over. And then first meaningful attack for the Gunners on 21 minutes. Uh, Louise running down the right. His cross was neatly uh, uh, collected by Lacazette, whose uh, link up to uh, Aubameyang was perfect. The, the, the guy got a yard of space, and he does what he does best. He put the ball in the net like a good predator. So 1-0 to Gunners. Uh, they should have been two up a little later. A terrible mix-up in the Wolves' defence. And uh, eventually the ball came to Urbaniam after a couple of blocks. But this time his effort went over. Final chance of the half. Leno denied an effort from Doherty. Into the second half and Wolves up the ante. Neves had a shot saved by Leno. Um, Arsenal did have an opportunity for Lacazette. But his effort was poor and went wide. Then finally, 76 minutes, uh, Arsenal sleeping from a throw-in. Uh, the throw-in fed uh, Martinho, and his uh, looped cross was uh, to the uh, centre of the goal. 
and Jimenez jumped too high for Chambers and headed the ball powerfully past Leno and it was 1-1. Wolves were now looking for more and they had a late chance when Jota uh, ran in, into the penalty box but the combination of a defender and Leno blocked the effort. So full time arrived, honours even, final score at the Emirates, Arsenal 1, Wolves 1. Right to Bramall Lane in Sheffield United versus Burnley. This is the first top flight uh, fixture between these two for 40 years. And uh, let's have another statistics. Uh, the Blaze uh, having their best start in the top flight since the 74-75 season. No wood for Burnley. He's still out. Rodriguez retained up front. Sheffield United very much the same side as last week. First half, 17 minutes, uh, and Sheffield United car Burnley apart. Lindstrom at the edge of the penalty box uh, uh, got onto uh, Mousset's uh, glided ball, and he stuck it in the corner for 1-0. Uh, O'Connell had, uh, had, had the ball hit his arm a little later, but VAR decided on no penalty for the Blades. But 43 minutes, uh, they doubled their lead. This came from the left, uh, the ball was whipped in, the defenders uh, didn't go with it, they let uh, Lundstrom come in at the far post, uh, uh, and he prodded the ball home past uh, uh, the Burnley keeper, Pope, and that was 2-0 to the Blades. Wretched defending, I must say. Uh, 44 minutes... Uh, Sheffield were in uh, the in heaven when Fleck added a third uh, when his shot hit the far corner after some dreadful defensive mistakes uh, just inside the Burnley half. So 3-0 at the break. A second half was a bit of an anti-climax. Henderson did save uh, from a Barnes header. McGoldrick uh, robbed the ball near the halfway line and he set up sharp but Pope denied uh, Sharp's effort. That was it then. Uh, comfortable win for Sheffield United. Uh, a poor day at the office for Burnley. Final score at Bramall Lane. Sheffield United 3, Burnley 0. So to the London Stadium. It's West Ham at home to Newcastle. Three defeats in a row on, in a row on the road for Newcastle. And West Ham's form hasn't been that good either. Uh, West Ham were unchanged, however. Newcastle, Bruce selected Shelby and Hayden. Uh, they were in for Matty Lonskart, who was on the bench. And uh, our early, early action uh, here uh, was from Newcastle. Alvaron was uh, put through, and he was taken out on the edge of the pe uh, penalty box uh, by a West Ham defender. And from the free kick taken by Shelby... The ball went to the back stick and uh, Joe Linton headed the ball back across goal and Clark was there to uh, head the ball over the line and Newcastle were one up. OK, that was 1-0 uh, uh, Newcastle. On 22 minutes they doubled their lead. This time Williams 
cross found Hernandez, who's a commanding uh, header, whizzed past Rob, Roberto. Uh, West Ham were playing the offside and it didn't really work. And uh, the Magpies were two up. Then Saint Maximum, who was looking dangerous throughout, missed the guilt age chance to put them 3 0. Roberto's legs defying him. And then uh, the same player and Almiron combined uh, with a neat break, but uh, the, the, the uh, final effort just missed the target um, following a block by Roberto. Uh, and 43 minutes. First real chance for the Hammers, Dubrovka saved uh, miraculously uh, from a, a header. And uh, so the half-time score was 2-0 uh, to Newcastle. Then on 51 minutes, Newcastle not taking their foot off the pedal and a great strike from 35 yards by Shelby from a free kit. And it, it hit the corner of the net, 3-0. Possibly uh, a, a goalkeeper error, but it was a great shot. So now Newcastle in Wonderland, 3-0 up. Um, they had to survive a bit of a scare, though. Finally, on 75 minutes, Balbuena uh, managed to head in a flick from a corner to pull it back to 3-1. And then in added time, Snodgrass hit a sweet volley from the edge of the box into the corner to make it 3-2. However, um, it has to be said, the final whistle came and Newcastle deservedly taking this one. Uh, their three players up front, St. Maximum, Al Miron and uh, Linton, were absolutely superb. Bruce obviously on a high. So the final score at the London Stadium was West Ham 2, Newcastle 3. Vicarage Road then, Watford at home for che uh, to Chelsea. Now, Watford are still waiting for their first win. They selected Gray up front. For Chelsea, Emerson uh, was back after injury, and the American Pulisic was retained up front. Five minutes. Uh, Chelsea in possession, and a gorgeous, a gorgeous uh, cross by uh, Jorginho behind the defence found Abraham who was ran, running on and beat the offside and he chipped the ball nicely past Foster and Chelsea were one up. Foster needed to be sharp to save another Abraham strike shortly after and then uh, a, 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 a William Cross found Pulisic whose header was brilliantly saved by Foster. Watford finally got an opportunity after 40 minutes. Delafeo hit his shot wide, but just before the break, a mount shot from distance was tipped onto the bar by Foster. Foster once again saving Watford. That was the half-time then, 1-0 to Chelsea. Second half, uh, Foster again fought in mount. And then uh, on 55 minutes, Abraham managed to get to the byline and he set up Pulisic with a, a tantalising cross into the six-yard box and the American stroked it home and it was 2-0. A Kovacic cross uh, found Abraham, but he just fails to connect. And then uh, on 80, 80 minutes, uh, Giorgino uh, tapped Delafeo's uh, uh, foot in the box and VAR uh, offered a penalty. Uh, the referee hadn't given it, 
But anyway, a penalty awarded and Delafeo stepped up and converted to pull the deficit back to 2-1. After that, uh, Chelsea uh, had uh, Kepa to thank for a, a, a great save uh, at, near the end. But also, uh, and it was from Foster. Foster came up in the dying uh, seconds and his effort forced the save from Kepa. So Chelsea hung on. They deserved to win. They were far better than Watford. But uh, a, an exciting finish. Final score then at Vicarage Row. Watford 1, Chelsea 2.